as we begin the, the new year here at Coastal once again, right, we're reminded of our call to live our own baptism, right, to become saints, to become the best version of ourselves. And one of the things that you're going to discover as, as you try to proceed down that pathway to becoming the best version of yourself, of becoming a saint, is that every saint struggles with a couple things. Right? The first thing that they struggle with is to see and to accept that they are worthy of God's love and attention. That they are worthy through the waters of baptism to, to be his children that he loves unconditionally. And namely, too, that they're capable of rising after they know that and living in such a manner that the father says, behold, my beloved son or daughter with whom I am well pleased. Right. Each of us desires and needs to some extent that affirmation right, for us to be able to respond to the love of God, to be in relationship with him. And the struggle really begins with the belief, though, that God is so foreign and distant and other that he is in and of a different world. He's not, as we celebrate within the Advent season, Emmanuel, God with us. Or it's furthered by the belief that he or she can, can't communicate with him in an intimate and personal relationship. And that it, it's ultimately completed by the belief that if one could communicate with God, he would never like us. He would never come down to us. He would never lower himself. He would never become like us in the flesh, as a child, in a family, in poverty, in a stable, hunted and driven to foreign lands, or in the light of today's gospel, humble himself further by traveling to the borders of the land to be lowered into the waters of the Jordan for a bath he needed not. We have many examples of this struggle just from sacred scripture. In the Advent season, we saw in the person of St. Joseph, right, who was quietly going to divorce Mary. He was doing so not in disbelief of virgin, in her virginity or in lacking um, a desire to see the situation through. But in his heart, he believed himself to be unworthy right, to become the natural father of the Messiah, Jesus just like Moses stood before the burning bush, right? He didn't want to necessarily go closer. He didn't feel that he was worthy once again. In the Gospels, we see it also, too, within Simon Peter, right? Who, in recognizing the divinity of Jesus, right? You might remember that story of, of him catching that great catch of fish. Where he says, when he recognizes the divinity of Jesus, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man. In other words, I'm unworthy of your love and attention. Or after even the resurrection, right? We see it in Paul repeatedly. He talks about it within his letters over and over again. Right? He's blown away that Jesus could love him right? because he persecuted Jesus. He killed Christians. He killed Christ's body. And within the gospel today, too, as well. Right, as we conclude the Christmas season and begin ordinary time, right, we see it in John the Baptist, the greatest of the prophets, the precursor. John, who at the visitation left in his mother Elizabeth's womb and he sensed Jesus in Mary's womb. John, the same John who, who ran out and hid and lived in a, a sheepskin in the desert as an infant when Herod sought to kill him. John, who 
according to Anne Catherine Emmerich in her, in her uh, visions of, of, of the life of the Blessed Virgin Mary and, and all those that and, 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 uh, were part of it, John, who, who struck a rock with his staff and opened up a stream for the Holy Family on their way uh, to Egypt itself in flight. And John, who, as we hear tonight within the gospel in his great humility, tries to stop. He tries to prevent Jesus's further self-abasement. He says, I need to be baptized by you. And as Jesus says to all the saints in making, allow it now as we hear tonight, right? Allow it now. Last week, I got a dog. <laughs> uh, cute little dog. Uh, her name is, is Stormy. She's a rescue. I've been thinking about getting a dog for, for quite some time now. Um, I had met a woman uh, at the, the, the uh, uh, memorial for the, uh, the Jews that uh, sadly were killed last year in, in Pittsburgh, uh, here in the Myrtle Beach area. I went to this memorial and I met this woman and I gave her my card and she called me uh, around Christmas time out of the blue saying, I found a dog for you. <laughs> be a, a dog that's not only good for you, but it'll also be good for the students. And uh, she says she's a, a rescue dog. They found her on the side of the road back in November. Uh, she's had multiple surgeries. Uh, they found her with buckshot in her. She had been shot. Uh, they thought she was pregnant when she came in, but she had a tumor. And uh, she's had multiple surgeries. I'd just been nursing her back. And, and uh, so I went and I met Stormy, and uh, I fell in love. Uh, and uh, I picked her up last uh, Thursday, and uh, we've been uh, uh, getting to know each other. And uh, she was uh, extremely fearful at first even to come in. And uh, she wouldn't even look you in the eye. And, uh, uh, but she's just so gentle. She, she, she has not barked once. And uh, there's no record of her in, in modern history of ever having barked either. This is quite remarkable given that she's provoked by so many people um, and by so many other dogs. You know, she just doesn't want to be a part of the fight. But what's interesting is, is that whether it's Stormy or whether it's another dog that's been abused and abandoned, um, who has not been loved, Right, each of us instinctually knows, right, we know that to communicate with her, um, right, the best way to, to reach her is, is not going to be through barking orders, <laughs> yelling at her, kicking her, hitting her with, with spoons, as, as uh, somebody was recounting today, as, 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 as they had experienced before with, uh, through dog sitting. Um, we all know that that's, that's not how we get through to uh, any dog, let alone an abuse dog. The way we get through to the dog and the way that I've been slowly getting through to, to, to Stormy is, is you have to lower yourself. You have to humble yourself. You have to stoop down. You have to at times pick her up because she doesn't even want to get up into the car. Or she doesn't want to go outside to take care of business. Right? Uh, th there's so many times that you have to pick her up to put her into the bathtub and to, to, to wash her. Right? But you have to get down on your knees, as I did today, to, to, to wash her, because I think she had some fleas uh, that I contracted, too. So I had to take a shower, too, as well. Um, but right, you have to get down there into the messiness of it all right? and show her or show that dog, show that individual their, their true worth. Right? And in many ways, again, that's, that's exactly what Jesus does for us. St. Paul talks about it. Though he was rich, right, though he was divine, he became poor so that by his poverty you might become rich. Right? 
he lowers himself. He lowers himself as he does within uh, the, the nativity, right? Coming as, as again, once again, as, as a child, coming in poverty, coming amongst the family, uh, coming against having to run away. He comes to us in, in, in uh, humility through the baptism at, at the Last Supper, right? He comes to us in that humility once again, right? Tying a cord around his, his waist and, 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 and uh, washing the feet of the disciples. He comes to us in humility through the cross itself too as well, through, through dying on the cross for us. This is how he shows us his love. This is how we receive his attention and his affection. And if we were to ultimately be the missionaries, because this is ultimately what Jesus does, right? Through his baptism, this is beginning of his own mission. Right. If we're, if we're, we're to, as well to become missionary disciples, if we're, we're called to be those Christians that, that go out on mission, right, the only way that we're going to be able to, to go out on mission is if, first of all, we have this, 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 this great knowledge and this great understanding and we believe in it and so that we can act upon it, that we are his children that he loves unconditionally. And when we immerse ourselves within that, that image, just as we were immersed within holy water itself and, and uh, clothed in a white garment that's symbolic of that dignity that we, that we have through our own baptism. But when we immerse ourselves within that image over and over again and, and hear the, the Father as, as we hear within the gospel today, this is my beloved son or this is my beloved daughter in whom I love, right? Then when we begin to, to take that identity on, and not only take that identity on, but to act upon it and to do the will of the Father on a daily basis, then he can also say, I'm well pleased in you. I'm well pleased in you. And that's what ultimately what it means to be a Christian. That's ultimately what it is we're trying to do this new year and uh, to, to spread that same love that he has to all those around us.